Hi, my name is Jessie Chen. I'm the holder of this diary. Call it when traveling. I did my laundry right after I woke up. I gotta clean up my stuff for ushering in a new environment. I thought. Well, that's really ethnic Chinese. Like every year, we clean up our houses for ushering in the lunar new year. January fifth, twenty twenty-two, in Barcelona, Spain. After I did my laundry, I went to the reception to ask for the drying yard to be opened. Hi, I want to dry my clothes. Could you please open the door for me? Yes, but are you sure you're gonna do it right now? It's raining. Oh, is it? Yeah. At the moment, I was like, "Shit, I should have checked the weather before I really did it." Hmm. Okay, I think I don't need it anymore. Gracias. I then put my clothes above the iron net storage box in my room, hoping they would get dried in some ways. Fine. I shouldn't be bothered by such a small thing. Today, I'm gonna go on a gaudy adventure. Nothing can stop me. I then went out. As I walked out from the metro, I noticed that there were some people looking up in a specific direction. I then turned my head to it and found Casabadio was right in front of me. I am extremely fascinated by its unusual window railings, whose shape made me think of the mask often seen in the advertisement of the Phantom of the Opera. And I'm also upset with those purple, green, and blue tiles paved on its exterior, which give out an elegant but not pretentious feeling. How about its interior? Well, unfortunately, I have nothing to tell because I didn't go inside. The expensive ticket, which costs thirty-five euros, just scared me away. I then decided to save the money for Casamila and Sagrada Familia. Ten minutes later, I arrived at Casamila. While I was buying a ticket, I was asked if I had a student card for a cheaper one. At the moment, an idea just popped up in my mind. Well, I still look young, and right after that was, I wish I was a student here. And I bought a general ticket for twenty-five euros and went inside. Standing in the atrium and looking up, I just couldn't help but imagine the life living there. The ventilation must be very great, I thought. I really like the atrium design, which seems to be able to bring an architecture alive, whether in lighting, circulation of air, and even the connection of neighbors. That seems. Ideal. I then took an elevator to the roof terrace to see the spotlight of Casamila, peculiar stone pillars, which are actually chimneys and ventilation towers. I don't remember anything from the audio tour describing why they were designed in such shape, but I definitely remember the excitement when standing there. This is so cool. Those pillars are like warriors protecting the home. While I was leaning against the side of the walls and looking down, I suddenly noticed there was a house whose roof terrace was painted with beautiful vermilion. It looks like a nice place for having a small gathering with friends, enjoying dinner, or just chilling out. 
I want to sit on that kind of terrace to see how it feels. A desire was filled with my body. Well, unfortunately, I still haven't had a chance to have that experience. I guess I can only rely on movies to fulfill that desire in the short term. Anyway, I then walked inside to see those well-decorated rooms and ended the tour in one hour. My thought about the audio tour is great. I really recommend it. I'd never had an audio tour before that because, well, I thought they were often either overwhelming or boring. However, the audio tour experience just changed my mind hugely. It wasn't boring. Instead, it was surprising. The background music fit fabulously with the narrations and the things I saw. Like it did create a space for me to be fully immersed. And most importantly, the audio was able to play the contents automatically based on the area where I was standing. In that case, I don't have to rush to a place just to catch up with sounds, which is unfortunately what I'd experienced when I visited Alcatraz Island in the United States in May this year. Anyway, the point is, I really recommend it. Twenty minutes later, I arrived at Sagrada Familia. Of course, I took several photos from different distances and different angles before actually going inside. The first time I saw this amazing architecture was at ten in a book. More than ten years later, I got to see the real one in person. So exciting, isn't it? But what makes me even more surprised is the interior of the church. As long as I step inside, I feel like I was a rabbit falling into a wonderland. A wonderland. I mean, the kind you see in a fairy tale or a drama for children. The tree-like pillars on one hand radiate a childlike vibe; on the other, are able to maintain the solemnity. Another eye-catching thing is the colorful windows. They are like a spotlight in a low-profile badge-based interior. Oh gosh, I do like this combination. In words describing a person, it's like someone looks normal but actually has hidden funny sides. The basement is used as a museum, introducing things about Antonio Gori, such as his ideas of the architectures, the story of his masterpieces, some models, and even a studio. It is there that I know lots of shapes and decoration of his work are all inspired by nature. Well, no wonder I felt so related to them. And there's a word from Gotti I saw there which touched me the most. Originality consists in returning to the origin. That's really insightful, isn't it? At 3 p.m., I was back in the hostel for rest. Suddenly, a thought hit my mind. Lucky, I gotta dry my clothes outside. The drizzling in the morning stopped right after I left the hostel. By the time it was 12, it was. Sunning from then on. At five thirty, I arrived at Venetian Towers. Since I passed it on the bus from the airport on my first day there, I was eager to take a look in person. The two giant pillars situated in the city just made me feel curious about it. The towers are like a door. After entering the door, you'll bump into a fountain in the middle of the plaza called Magical Fountain. 
Keep walking. At the end of the plaza situates the Museo Nacional d'Art de Catalunya. On the way, you'll find you are ascending. Once you arrive at the museum, bravo! You'll discover that you are in a place which is ideal for overlooking the city view. Looking at the evening view and enjoying the music played by someone, that was really relaxing. And at the moment, I suddenly had a strong exotic feeling. I somehow felt like I was in the Middle East or North Africa, which for me are quite mysterious and are definitely on my next long trip. I then decided to go to the beach, thinking of enjoying the sunset there. However, the bus never came. The real-time information kept changing, and people waiting there looked upset. But they were still waiting until a woman came over and said, "The bus wouldn't come because blah blah blah," and they started to figure out other ways and left gradually. I then decided to take a subway, though that route requires transferring to a bus somewhere. I had no choice but to accept. Ten minutes later, when I was about to transfer, I noticed people were gathering somewhere. I then walked closer, and guess what I saw? The street was full of people. It seemed like they were gonna celebrate for something. Oh my God! Is it a football team coming back from somewhere? If it's true, then I'm gonna get up the beach and stay here. Twenty minutes later, some guys riding horses showed up, followed by a series of vivid performances. I then realized it was for celebrating the Epiphany the next day. It's not only about religion, but also about children. For children in Spain, the Epiphany is Children's Day. In tradition, people usually give Christmas gifts on that day, and also people will eat a special food, king cake. Mm, no wonder in the afternoon I saw people holding cake-shaped stuff on the streets, and that's why there are quite many children here. It all makes sense from then on. After the parade, I then walked slowly back to the hostel. On the road, I bought some tangerines in a supermarket. During which moment, I was astonished I could ask a person how to use the weighing machine in Spanish without even thinking for one second. Though it's really simple, but I was still surprised. I guess I should thank my Spanish teacher, Maria. I didn't regret choosing the parade over the beach, but I definitely regret that I didn't spend a longer time in such a surprising city. Written by Jessie Chan. Thanks for your reading.